This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. Before we hit the road, I want to welcome my traveling partners, Jay White and Kamel King, to the show. <laughs> we back. <laughs> we back. We back in 2023. That's right. We survived. (laughs) And since we made it back today, we're going to be hitting the ice in downtown Tupelo during their public skating event at Cadence Bank Arena, happening now through January 14th with Shelby Ray, Director of Marketing. And then we're off to Jackson to check out the fastest growing indie music festival in the South, Jackson Music Indie Week, January the 8th. 8th through the 15th with Third Coast Radio's Brad Franklin, the GOAT. Brad Franklin. A.K.A. Kamikaze. There you go. He will be here. There it is. <laughs> Does he pay you to say his name like that every time you hear it? Right. <laughs> right. Is that a service you offer? Hookamel. <laughs> yeah. Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do her name. Jermaine Flood. Uh-uh. See? Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. See, that's not how we're going to start this year off. Jermaine Flood. That is not how we're going to start this year off. Look, I want to know what happened over the holidays. Kamel, Jay, how was everything? Go, Jay. Go, Jay. Uh, it uh, it It was not too bad. Well, that was lackluster, if, if at anything. Well, I mean, it, it, you know how the holidays can be. You yeah. know, it yeah. was uh, you can plan them and then they don't go according to plan. You know? Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, and then they get strode out and stuff like that. But yeah. But I mean, I'm not complaining. Sound like you had some derailation. There, there was, there was derailation. <laughs> that should be a next up Mississippi t shirt. That's right. Derailation. So would you re Don't, re- let, don't you, let your holidays get derailated. Would you re this year to make it right? Yeah, yeah. You're going to uh, re oh, oh, absolutely. All right. Re-re- oh, re-reliate. Re-reliate. <laughs> that's the, that's the For newest. all those folks who think they got a vocabulary. I came up with that real fast. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> that's the newest new shirt <laughs> for go. next up. Mr. Re-reliate. Re-reliate back on subject here. Uh, we got a, Come we got, out. got a deal on vowels right there. Yeah, right. I think that's what we got. <laughs> right. I don't think we'd win any I can't Wheel spell of any games. of those words. <laughs> Come out. how was yours? Oh, man. Just blessed. Blessed. Wow. It was great. I had so much fun with this my is baby a total girl. 360 know, right? from Jay. Yeah, Jay. I know. <laughs> what a layup for me. I know, right? You know See, that's why saying? he looked at me. That's why he I went first. For me. That's why I went first. He <laughs> had fun with his child. Yeah. <laughs> I hear no mention of children, Jay. <laughs> Our fun with them. But uh yeah, it was it was you awesome. You picked up on that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's re reliate here. Right, yeah, right. We're uh, getting it back yeah. together. <laughs> but no, man, had uh spent time with my uh, loved ones and just, I mean, swap gifts and everybody was just in great spirits. Yeah. It was needed. Yeah. It really was. Got a lot of good rest and, man, it was just, you know, on New Year's Eve shot fireworks. Okay. I, I couldn't do that. I've got a dog and oh, I was yeah, in go, the bathroom on a blanket. Oh, yeah. They go crazy. So, they go crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, shot fireworks and, and my grandmother stays kind of in the outskirts. So, shot them guns in the air oh, okay. safely. Y'all did the country Christmas the thing. The country Christmas thing. Oh, that's what we call it there. Oh. Y'all did be, the- bourgeoisie. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know, it can't happen in the suburbs like that. It does happen in the suburbs oh, like say, that. Uh, and the inner city yeah. like that. Okay. 
Yeah, it sounds like you had fun. I, I had fun too. What'd you do? Um, I didn't do much, but I always am in a good mood during the holidays. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter usually what's going on if there's shopping happening. There I know go. that's right. I'm happy. So that's I've right. been shopping since November. I've got to stop. And hadn't slowed down yet. I've got to stop. So no events for you over the holidays? No. Okay. No, sure didn't. Didn't, uh, didn't do any events, no major traveling, just really, you know, stayed close to the house. Well, we're about to get on the road. So oh, yeah. It's, it's on. It's time to get going for 2023. Yep, and yep. we'll might as well just start right now. So our first stop of the day takes us to Tupelo's Cadence Bank Arena. And now through January 14th, they're having their public ice skating event. And on the line with us now to tell us more about it and the upcoming events in uh, at Cadence Bank Arena is Shelby Ray. She's the director of marketing. Shelby, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so yes. much for joining us today. And I'm, I I can't come and ice skate because the last time I ice skated, Shelby, I split my pants. And that's a true story. Mm. Oh, my. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real true story. So I would love to know what other people who can skate are going to. Going to look forward to when you when they come to the public ice skating event. Tell me a little bit more about it at the Cadence Bank Arena. Yeah, so this um, is the first time we've had it back since 2019, so it's been about three years. Um, and we've actually extended that ending date. It's now till January 16th, so okay. people get a couple of extra days to skate. We have two more weekends, so it's Saturday and Sunday, this Saturday and Sunday, and then it will be next Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, But anybody who comes, it's $15 per person who wants to skate. That includes your skate rental. You get your skates, you put them on, you go out there on the ice, and you just have a good time. It's I go out there, I watch people. I've been out there myself skating. Uh, Me and my husband, my husband loves to go ice skating, so he's been really happy that he's been back. Right. Um, No, go ahead. Go mm -hmm. ahead, Shelby. Oh, I was just going to say that any, but I've seen, I've seen it all, you know, sometimes people fall, sometimes they split their pants, (laughs) sometimes they split their pants. We sometimes even have people who look like they're professionals out there. It's really interesting to watch, but everybody has a really, really fun time. It's been really fun having it back. We've been very glad to have it back after this three year hiatus and everybody has seemed to love it. And it's been pretty busy since we opened in January. I mean, in November. So. Right, right, right. What were you going to say? Oh, well, I was just going to piggyback on what you said. Like when I saw the title public ice skating, I was thinking the only way I could do it is private ice skating. (laughs) Cause in public, I'm going to completely embarrass myself. Cause Shelby, I just don't understand the science of uh, balancing my big self on two razor blades. You know, it just, my ankles don't get it, and then my legs don't get it, and so then my brain is just like, uh, It's not happening. You don't, you're, you don't heal as well as you did at 20. No, you know, my favorite thing is watching the kids out there because they just get on it and they go. They have not a care in the world. So right. It's like they're walking on the ice. It's really, really interesting to watch. Yeah, they just take to it like they came out the womb like that. <laughs> they just <laughs> jump on the ice and start Some skating. Some of these kids like that just climbing. I know. And it's, what are you climbing on? How do you do it? What? How do you do that? How do you climb on that? <laughs> like, how are you doing that? How are you right. doing that? Now, Shelby, as the science, I'm going to piggyback off of what Kamel said, because my whole issue with the science is ice in Mississippi. Tell me how that mm. stays frozen. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, it's really cold in the arena. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> every time we have ice skating, we just all know you're going to basically need a jacket when you walk out into that arena floor. Right. Um, but we have an ice plant machine that, you know, when they go and they put the ice down, it's like a couple layers of water, ice paint, and the way the ice machine works is it freezes that. So it keeps the floor cold so right. that the ice is frozen. Sometimes, yes, because we are in Mississippi, the humidity outside can affect the temperature mm. inside. So sometimes on those more hot days, the ice is a little bit wetter than on those colder days where it's more uh, dry. Um, but either way, the ice plant is what keeps that floor frozen and keeps right. that ice from melting. Right. So mm -hmm. we're able to have it for weeks on end. Right. That's good stuff. I, I love the whole idea about having ice in the middle of Mississippi. And I know, like you were saying, the turnout's been good. How has Tupelo received this over the years now? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's amazing because, I mean, not only does it benefit us and our business, but anybody who comes around comes from, because, I mean, we have people from around uh, North Mississippi, some people even from out of state, some people even from just other cities in the state come. And, you know, if they're here to ice skate for a little bit, they might also come and shop. They also might mm -hmm. come and eat. And so this whole city benefits from it, not just us, um, because, you know, if anybody comes out to do this for just a little bit, I mean, not everybody stays, you know, for the full, you know, five or six hours. Right. So... They might go and eat. They might go and shop. They might go do things downtown, just around Tupelo. So it benefits the whole city and not just us. Right. Speaking of Tupelo, Shelby, uh, I mean, Tupelo is, is, of course, a very special place. Uh, shout out to Visit uh, Tupelo. They do a great job of promoting the, the city and uh, all of its attributes. And I've had a chance to stay there at length during the uh, Elvis Festival. I got a chance to judge during the Elvis Fest. What do you think is so special? I mean, outside of, of course, the obvious you know, the King of Rock uh, being his birthplace, but you guys got new hotels and all kind of different things. What's so special about Tupelo? Well, yeah, like you said, obviously there is Elvis. That is like probably point number one. Um, but I kind of feel like Tupelo has got this hominess about it, this artsiness about it. I think that there's so many different ways to describe it, that that's what is a large benefit for the city. It's not just one thing or the other. It's becoming a foodie city. It's becoming um, a place where people want to come and just walk downtown just to see murals that are painted on the side of the buildings. Like, it's an artsy city. It's a foodie city, but it's also homey. And I think we also have the benefit of being, um, quote-unquote, a little bit of a larger city in a rural area. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that just brings a vibe all by itself, you know, and so it's just causing people to kind of want to stop in and just see what's what, because you may not think about it, but there's always like a hidden gem. There's always something happening. It may not be something everybody thinks about, but it's always like a hidden gem. And I just kind of feel like Tupelo is one of those hidden gems of Mississippi. So it's like a place people want to stop and just check out. Yeah, basically the the Gulfport of North Mississippi is Ooh, Tupelo. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Did you like wow. that? Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the Gulf Port of, of North Mississippi is Tupelo, and I love that. Now, Shelby, when it comes down to your position as director of marketing for Cadence Bank Arena, tell me a little bit about what goes all into that and what Cadence Bank maybe has on the slate for some of, or if not the rest of, 2023. Oh, well, a lot goes into it. I do a lot of stuff. I work on everything you see on social media. That's me. Anything you see on our marquee outside our building, I put it up there. Um, I work with TV and radio, um, and I work with all the promoters of all the shows coming up about well, how they want us to market their shows. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot coming up in 2023. We have Money Bag Yo this month. We have um, Rodeo in February and Nate Bargatze in February. We have March is like almost, you know, every weekend full of a bunch of different family shows, concerts, same with April. Um, so if you go to our website, cb-arena.com, you can see the full list of everything that's coming in 2023. And we're always working on stuff to announce for the future. So you just stay tuned on our social medias for that because we're constantly working. Right. Wow. Right. Shelby, what are your top three money bag yo songs? <laughs> Come on quick, Shelby. Don't do it, Let's Shelby. Go. Don't. Do not Google. I need you to go right now. <laughs> don't let me Google. I don't know any off the top of my head. Shelby, me either. Me either, Shelby. And I don't think Kamel knows either. I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> we may not be the target demo. And that's okay. And that's just okay. Yeah. It's okay. Plus, for Tupelo, I mean, it's really going to get people up there yeah, and going. Yes, I mean, indeed. this is target demos in around the 20s, if anybody wants to know. But I that's mean, an A list artist. Yeah. I mean, Tupelo is not only funneling people from Tupelo, but they're also funneling everybody from yes. across the whole state yep. to come to their events. And like she said, it's a gem. Mm-hmm. So, Shelby, that sounds great. Y'all have got literally a little bit of something for everybody. Pretty much all the time, yes. Right. A little bit of something for everybody. So I love that, Shelby. I just love the whole idea. Shelby, let my listeners know again where they can get more information about the public ice skating event that's happening and, of course, about Cadence Bank Arena in Tupelo. Sure. So you can go to cb-arena.com. That'll give you the list of the rest of our dates, which are the 7th and 8th and then the 14th through 16th. Um, and it's $15 per person. You just pay at the door, come. We are a cashless venue. I'll remind people about that, so cards only. Um, but you can just go to our website. You can check us out on our socials. We keep everything up to date, and I hope just everybody comes and has a good time. Right. Make sure you all go out there. Public ice skating, if you're going to split your pants, don't go. But, <laughs> do I mean, public. just you can go. Just watch everybody else, you know, do it better than you. Mm-hmm. That'd be me. <laughs> My brother, he loves ice skating, so I know he'll be there. Shelby, thank you again for joining us here on Next Stop Mississippi. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. So, in with my road dogs, Kamel King and Jay White. <laughs> <laughs> road the road (laughs) not a real not a real puppy but (laughs) we are back here on next stop mississippi we're having a great time in the new year 2023 
and we're going to let you know what's happening a little bit around your neck of the woods before we get on the line with Brad Franklin for Jackson Music Indie Week. Coming up, story time at the Hattiesburg Zoo will be held every Friday in January, and they will be hosting this free story time event that's geared for children who are not yet in school and their caregivers. Story time will take place Friday, January the 6th, the 13th, the 20th, and the 27th. Um, Each story time will have two reading sessions, which will be held at 1030 a.m. and at 11 a.m. And a different book will be read each week, providing the opportunity for children to attend multiple story time events. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. In addition to story time, children will be able to participate in an animal encounter and education session. Um, This story time will take place in the zoo's education room, which is located in advance of the zoo's ticket booth. And there is no cost associated with this event. So make sure you get your kids out there to story time. Kamel, do you read to your child or does your child read to you? Yeah, she almost, she, you heard, you heard that pause right there, right? Yeah. Do you read <laughs> she was, to uh, your children? Insin- I think she was insinuating I may not be able to read that. She left it hanging there for just an <laughs> yeah, extra second, just did. long enough, she, right? I'm just sensing a little read, shade. Do you read to your children? You? I'd be like, baby, uh, can you read this document for daddy? Yeah. <laughs> The whole, that's the how whole she kind of legal document, yeah. though. How she kind of set it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but seriously. No. You know what? I need to read to her more. You know, these, these kids are just stuck to these phones and iPads yeah. and all of that stuff. But we do have story time all the time. Okay. But I come up with it. It's called uh, Snaggletooth the Friendly Snake. And this is, you just come off the top of it? I come off the top of the dome. Snaggletooth the Friendly Snake is a toothless uh, herbivore. He doesn't eat meat, and he's the most (laughs) friendliest, non-scary snake. And he goes around the farm that he lives on meeting all kind of different animals and uh, uh, insects and anything that I can come up with, from beavers to horses to Off the top of your head. Yeah, and I do the voices and everything. That is adorable. To her going to bed. We have been doing that for years. I can't tell you how many uh, installments there are to Snaggletooth the Friendly Snake. And he talks with a lisp because he doesn't have any teeth. (laughs) And you are that that snake. I am that snake. (laughs) And the other creatures and farm animals. That is so adorable. (laughs) Well, if you you want to hear Kamel do his uh, Snaggletooth snake, Story. Call him later. There you go. I'm trying to get that out. <laughs> right. Call Kamel later. Or you can go to Storytime at the Hattiesburg Zoo. That's going to be held every Friday in January. And you can you can bypass Kamel's Snaggletooth Snake Why story. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> no, I don't. I want I want the baby to come on and actually tell one and of the installments. Yeah. <laughs> yes. One of the episodes. Okay. Um, I know you know about this one. This is not like Pickleball. Which, by the way... There was there was a pickleball tournament over the holidays. Did you go? No, I watched it on TV, and it made me think of you. Can you describe pickleball at this point? I know one thing. Ain't no pickles involved, and there's no pickles involved, and they use rackets. I knew that part. No, you didn't. I did know that part. I asked you. I knew it was similar to tennis. Just I I didn't know. Said Camille, do they use rackets? And you had no answer. <laughs> You're the expert now, so tell us all, Jermaine. I mean, it was a short court. Okay. They hit the ball. I mean, it looks like it's a... It's on what kind. 
depending on what kind of racquetball you're playing. This this mm. is pickle. pickleball. This is pickle. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's different kinds of pickleball. Well, now? if you're playing racquetball. Oh no! This is this pickleball, and it's a short. A oh, I know, I know. <laughs> it's a short court. Just trying to intercede on his behalf now, for a minute. Thank Kamel, you. I, l- listen, y'all. There is no pickleball tournament coming up next. But Kamel had said that pickleball was easier on your knees, and I did not see. You didn't see that? Mm-mm. Still looked hard on the it knees. It still looked Tennessee. <laughs> I need to stand. I that was bad stand, on your elbow. Stand still, pickleball. It still looked Tennessee, but here's one uh, event that one was sport. Was that Tennessee or Hennessy? Tennessee. Gotcha. <laughs> Not to be confused Wait, with the state. state. Not to be confused with the state. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on now. Tennessee. No either. I thought you said Hennessy. T e n n i s. EY or something. But this one, <laughs> this this sport right here, we can do cornhole. Ah, yes. No, oh, I know you know about that. I'm pretty good Man, at that. Man, what a setup for a cornhole tournament. <laughs> that, was quite, that was quite an investment. Look, way watered that down was for the quite prestige. an investment to set up a cornhole tournament right there. I'm, I'm, I'm not even oh mad gosh. at it. I dug deep. I dug real I'm deep. I'm not even mad at it. I dug real good. deep. So the Central Mississippi Cornhole and Good Times Regional Number 4 tournament will be coming up. Um, that'll be tomorrow, January 7th from 9.30 a.m. until 12.30 p.m. at the Richland Community Center in Richland, Mississippi, R-I-C-H land. Bring. They're asking you bring your own ACL approved bags, which I know Kamel has in his pocket. Mm. Um, they are. They do have approved bags available for sale or for rent, and it's open for all ages and all skill levels. Anybody a cornhole professional mm. here? Jay Kamel. Uh, I've not been paid, so I'm not professional. <laughs> Would but you skill could, wise, but you I qualify. Have, I would say so. Yes. So there's a real skill in the throwing those bags. It, it, it what? Is. No. You got to no. get the the sand on you one got, side got, or the you other. Got, you got hit in the, in the hole. Yeah, but it's that, you got to throw it in the hole. That bag is heavy and has sand in it for a reason. There should be some kind of science. There's there's a challenge to it, but you just got to throw it in the hole. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, Central Mississippi Cornhole and Good Times Regional Number Four. If you want more information about that, the fourth of the regional tournaments. If you are a professional, for that please let us know if there's more to There'll it. There'll never than- be a fourth regional tournament at a cornhole at Richland's, <laughs> like there was this year. Don't miss it. <laughs> there you go, tied together with there's the monster the voice. truck voice. <laughs> Don't miss it. Corn fourth annual cornhole tournament. Okay. <laughs> Well, we've let loose right now. We're having too much fun. But we had a pickleball of a time that last mm, segment. Mm, mm. People coming out telling us that tennis players don't like pickleballers. <laughs> pickleballers. <laughs> so and racquetballers don't like tennis players, and I, mm. I believe it. I believe pickleballers it. don't like racquetball. It's a, it's a whole. It's a, it's a ping pongers don't like none of them. That's right. See what I'm saying? It's a three way cage match. Right. Those Sounds three. like gang activity. <laughs> Okay. With rackets. Okay. Don't get caught on the wrong side of the rec center. <laughs> <You did. laughs> Y'all are just so silly this year. Um, we are having a great time and in with us on, on the line with us now to discuss all things Jackson Music Indie Week, which are going to be so dope. Happening January the 8th through the 15th is none other than the GOAT. That's the greatest of all time. Yes. Himself mm. and the host of MPB's Third Coast Radio, right here on MPB Think Radio, Brad Franklin, aka Kamikaze. No, it's Brad Franklin. 
Brad, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome What's to Camel. Nothing much, man. We are having a time here. Camel's got the monster <laughs> truck voice on. He's leading it all in this year. Brad, how's the how's wanna, the day? I wanna I wanna keep talking about pickleball and cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> Do you play either of those sports? I have played cornhole and I've actually watched in amazement. Uh, that there was a cornhole tournament that was on ESPN. What? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, seriously. And uh, there is <laughs> a lot me. of there's a lot of money floating in the uh, professional cornhole mm. community. They had sponsors. Uh, there were you know Brackets. signs out there. There was a crowd. It was getting televised. They were what? giving stats stats on the players. The teams had uniforms. And I think the purse was like, you know, it might have been fifty thousand, seventy, might have been a hundred thousand. I'm not sure. God. It was a good decent amount of money that was being uh, <laughs> he's about was to being t- played for. And this was a, this was a cornhole tournament, and I was like, this is absolutely amazing. I did not know that there was professional cornhole players. So I'm trying to find out, you know, and listening to what you were saying about this cornhole association at Mississippi, I'm trying to figure out. What's going on with that? Because if yep. that could lead to me being on ESPN and all I got to <laughs> do is, you know, come show off my cornhole skills, I might have a new profession. Exactly. <laughs> well, for those of you walk on. easier than what I'm doing now. Exactly. There's exactly. <laughs> a lot of money floating around. Right. If you want to know yeah. how you can get in fiscally, yeah. iPlayCornhole.com ah. is where you can go for more information you did pull about that. that. Out. That, was, that was good, Jermaine. There you go. That's I learn something new every day. But look, if I call him Kaz, everybody, it's just because that's what I call him. But Kaz, tell me all about Jackson Indie Music Week 2023. How excited are you first off? I mean, I'm excited. This is our eighth year doing this. And any time when you get, uh, you know, past five years and something has, you know, been successful, for this long, uh, you know, there's always excitement, uh, but there's always, you know, those butterflies that you have every year because you're hoping that things go off without a hitch and you're hoping that things are better than they were the previous year, mm-hmm. especially since we're coming out of uh, COVID, uh, you know, still kind of recovering from that. But uh, we're excited about it. Uh, it's going down January the 8th through the 15th. And uh, we're going to be at multiple venues around the capital city, man. So it's a time for music lovers to rejoice and people who love the creative culture in Jackson to rejoice because uh, it's going to be a good time had by all. There's a lot of good stuff going on. Right. I see it. I mean, literally, there's like 12 events stacked up for the week. It's something to do all week. It really is. Brad, talk about about the first one, because I remember when you had conceptualized this, and got your team together, and you, like, pulled it off in record time. Uh, Talk about that. That's an interesting story. So uh, I got some people together, and we met uh, at Offbeat. uh, And I got them together in November of 2014. And we put on the first Jackson Indie Music Week in January of 2015. Uh, so it was actually like a two month turnaround from the time that we had the conversation to us putting the very first Jackson Indie Music Week together. And of course, we learned very fast on that first one that, you know, putting an event of this type together in two months was just completely idiotic. For us I was going to say, they should put y'all so, in charge you know, of a fire was, festival. It was a learning process. Uh, we didn't have, you know, really any idea 
you know, how to structure this thing and how to do it. I had this idea. I had this concept. I had, you know, this dream and this vision for putting uh, a comprehensive independent music festival together for Mississippi because I felt like it was time and I felt like we deserved it. And I got the right people in the room. Uh, but there's a lot that goes into it. You know, we now, we begin planning as soon as, you know, 2023 is over with on January the 16th. You know, we'll have a, a, you know, a brief period of rest and then we'll have a debrief and then we begin planning for 2024. So it's a year long process now of putting all of these moving pieces and parts together to make this happen. And, uh, you know, again, we're blessed that we have reached year eight and uh, mm-hmm. it, just, it continues to, to keep growing, you know, slowly but surely. It's just growing organically and that was my plan from the beginning. I didn't want to rush anything. I didn't want to try to push it. I didn't want to try to make it into this big, huge thing. Mm -hmm. You know, in two or three years or even five years, we actually sat down and we actually put a 10-year plan in effect. Mm -hmm. So we haven't even gotten to the 10-year plan part of it yet because if this is going to be sustainable, we have to plan this uh, correctly. So before we can say that you know, we can rival South by Southwest or A3C or those festivals that people kind of know about. Mm. You know, we want to continue to keep working and building organically as we have and, and definitely serving as a platform for Mississippi independent artists, first of all, because we have something that other states don't have. We are the birthplace of America's music, and no other, no other place on the planet can boast that except for Mississippi. We are the place where the majority of the genres of music was created. And we have uh, great people and and great icons that exist in all genres of music that come from Mississippi. No other place can say that. So it is appropriate that we have an independent music festival here because of our rich musical history. So, you know, we just want people to know that that's where this stems from. And that's, that's where the idea from this came from. Right. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. I mean, that's, I I love the vision, the South by Southwest vision. I love everything you, you envision, Brad is it's, it's on a grand scale, even though you start from one point, but everything you see is always on a grand scale. And I just, I love that about your whole brain. Um, in the way you think about everything very holistically when it comes down to Thank planning you. events. So, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I love that. Now, talk to me about the growth of it. You were talking about, you know, every year, but was was it as thick as it was then as it is now with the whole lineup, basically, and the sponsorships that have come along with it? Well, it, it started, you know, small, and it's grown every year. You know, we started with a few artists uh, and no sponsorship actually so we literally didn't have any sponsorship any real sponsorship for a couple of years so the first two or three years you know we were just you know piecing some things together we did have you know the greater jackson arts council uh on board and we did have a few people and we had a few sponsors that came on board we didn't really start tapping into sponsors until like year three year four uh, and I think what happens is I think a lot of times people want to see if this is going to be something consistent and sustainable mm-hmm. before they actually buy into it. And when they saw the impact that we were having, you know, people immediately jumped on board. The city of Jackson came on board. Visit Mississippi came on board. Visit mm-hmm. Jackson came on board. The Kellogg Foundation came on board. And this year, you know, our title sponsor is uh, Southern Beverage. Right. So they're our title sponsor this year amongst a host of other sponsors uh, that we have. And our sponsor list is, you know, over uh, 10 fantastic sponsors that help to uh, to help us to fund what it is that we do. 
and work with us on making sure they push this agenda that we have of uh, highlighting independent music and independent culture. Because it's not just music. It's music, it's film, it's culture, it's everything that Central Mississippi and Mississippi brings. Because, again, one of the things that we have that other people don't have, our greatest export is our people. Right. And that's something that other places don't have. So we've got some of the smartest people, some of the brightest people, some of the most creative people. So what we're doing in that regard is we're not just going to show you independent music and all these venues and all these events, man. We're going to show you the cool people that exist in our creative community and the cool stuff that they do, whether it be music, whether it be film, uh, you know, whether it be, you know, their knowledge in the music business, you know, all of those things we're going to highlight, you know, to the entire world. And that's what we do every year, the second week of January. That's what we try to do. Right. So indie basically means independent. So, of course, like you were saying, this is not genre specific. Right. Right. We 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 uh, we have all genres of music. On this festival, uh, you know, rock music, hip hop music, uh, EDM. Uh, we've got singer songwriters. We've got you know folk artists, uh, neo soul, R and B, you know, gospel. Uh, you know, we've had country artists before, so we have run the gamut of uh, genres of, of music and artists that we have. And you know, we're blessed to have people that come into Jackson from all over the country. You know, we've got people that are coming in this year from North Carolina. They're coming from Texas. They're Mm -hmm. coming from Atlanta. They're coming from Minnesota. They're coming from California. So we have people that are coming from other parts of the country. They're coming into the city of Jackson. They're spending money at retail stores. They're uh, spending money in restaurants. They are spending money at hotels. They're spending money with the vendors inside the city. And what that does is, is that helps to shore up our infrastructure. That's bringing tax dollars into the state of, uh, of Mississippi and into the city of Jackson. So we also want to make the point that our creative community can actually be an economic driver for cities as well. Mm-hmm. You know, people try to poo-poo, you know, entertainment and they try to, you know, belittle entertainment and the creative community and artists is not being important. But, you know, our creative community is actually bringing money into the city of Jackson. That's we right. are bringing people into this city that are spending money. So it's important for everyone that's listening out there, all of you businesses and all of you corporations that are out there, and especially a lot of you governmental agencies as well, we are helping and assisting in bringing people into the city of Jackson to spend money into the city. So when we come to you asking you to be a part of these events that we have and asking you to sponsor these events, you're actually you know, taking up the charge of what you are supposed to be doing as a governmental agency by, you know, uh, helping Jackson City Music Week or whatever other festival or whatever other concert that people want to bring here or whatever other visual arts festival or whatever other film festival that comes here or dance festival, you know, whatever that is, you are helping the city of Jackson and the state of Mississippi vicariously by doing that. So, you know, entertainment is our charge, and that's how we do that. Mississippi is the mission. That's right. And, and Brad, I'm glad you said all of that because for all those reasons is why Visit Mississippi and the state of Mississippi has always been a proud sponsor. And I know, the, uh, of course, yes. the city of Jackson because you guys get it. You know, you you guys understand mm-hmm. that music tourism is a big pool for this state and for any it's other huge. city. They've got to invest in music tourism because it pulls people from all over. And it's a uh, it's a hook that brings people to stay and experience culture that they can't in any other way. Um, You know, I'd I'd like for you to kind of talk about how you've developed all of these great relationships uh, with the venues, because you've got a great eclectic mix of venues that you're at. And then also talk about what I Mm -hmm. think is 
my and not selfishly so it would be regardless whether I, I got a chance to be involved or not the do the knowledge panel which is so important right, right, right. Uh, for people well my relationships Camille came from me being an artist it came from me you know being actively involved for you know 20 years and going to these venues and booking these venues for myself and then booking these venues for mm-hmm. my artists and then booking these venues for these events that I was doing so I have developed relationships all over the state with, you know, DJs, with uh, program directors, with venue owners. I've developed these relationships, and I tell people all the time, and you'll hear this again, of course, at the Do the Knowledge panel, the most valuable thing that you can gain in the music business is relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it is more, uh, it, it, it goes further than money does. It goes further than talk. It goes further than the music. It goes further than everything. Uh, this business hinges upon relationships and not really just in the music business. I mean, everywhere your relationships with people are what's going to help you be able to move forward on any endeavor that you're doing. And we are blessed to be able to have relationships with all of our participating venues. It's over 12 venues, you know, Martin's, Hallam Miles, One Block East, uh, Chemistry, uh, Dueling Hall, Fondren Guitars, Fertile Ground mm-hmm. Beer Company, all of these places where we're having Elite Images uh, Studios, all the Synergy Link, all of these places that we are having these events, you know, we've developed a relationship over time. And because they have seen what Jackson and the Music Week brings to the table when we come, when they see, you know, the, 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 uh, the demographic of the kids that are coming, not just the young people, mm-hmm. but when they start seeing 40 and 50 year old music lovers who are coming in to be a part of it as well mm-hmm. and coming in to enjoy it, you know, that means something and they want us to keep coming each year. And uh, just to speak on what Camille was saying, you know, we have a do the knowledge panel on the Saturday of Jackson Indie Music Week every year where we have a panel of in, uh, of music industry professionals who have all succeeded in their different areas in the music business. And we offer a free panel and it's a free informational session for artists to be able to come in and sit in and listen to these guys impart wisdom and give them knowledge uh, and give them keys, major keys for them to be successful in the music business. And it's absolutely free. It's going to be at the Synergy Link uh, at 135 Bound Street. It's going to be on the Saturday, Saturday, January the 14th, as a matter of fact, at noon. Camille is going to be on the panel representing for entertainment lawyers. Hello. Yeah, um, yeah. So we've got artists, we've got entertainment lawyers, we've got uh, tour managers and artist managers, we got DJs, we have people that have been successful in the music business who are, you know, pretty much Mississippians, and they'll be there to talk to all of these independent artists about what they can do to better navigate the music industry. And again, it's absolutely free. So if you are interested. In being an artist, if you are an artist, if you're interested in starting a label, if you're interested in being an artist manager, if you're interested in trying to figure out how to put a tour together, if you're interested in how to navigate the legal waters that exist in the music industry, this is a panel that you need to come and and be a part of. And we're we're very glad to have Camille. We're very glad to have Visit Mississippi on board. And uh, we just want to continue to push this mission past year 10 and beyond because, you know, eventually, you know, this is going to be one of those things, man, where during this week we're going to get to the point where we're not just bringing in tens of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about bringing in hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars into the city of Jackson. We want to be able to do like Jackson State football does and like the Mississippi State Fair does. We want to show that 
the creative community can bring that kind of money into the city of Jackson. And if we continue to do what we do and we continue to be consistent mm-hmm. and just stay the course, you know, we're going to go 10 years and beyond. This thing is going to, you know, outlast me. I'm not going to be at the helm of it forever. But in order for this thing to continue to grow and survive, we have put a fantastic team of people together that are going to be able to push this thing forward and keep it going well into 20 years and beyond. And, you know, we'll be having this conversation many, many years from now. And this thing is just going to be much bigger. And I'm excited about where it can go. Right, right. Now, the event schedule, of course, with everything going on, I don't doubt that that uh, money is coming through. All right. But starting mm. Sunday, January the 8th, they're having the kickoff party, like he, uh, Brad was saying, at Fertile Ground. Um, Monday, mm-hmm. they're having Gym Week Rocks at Fondren Guitars. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Mini Moons Women's Showcase and Panel at Soule Coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Wednesday, January the 11th, New Wave at Howlin' Mouse. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that, Brad, that New Wave at Howlin' so, Mouse. So um, on Wednesday, Wednesday, what we do, we always do a mashup. That's that's one of our favorite days because our venues are Howlin' Mouse and one block east. And mm-hmm. those venues are within walking distance of each other right there in the Congress Street district area so what happens is is we have an early show that starts at 6 p.m we have a lot of emerging artists of different genres you know on this particular show it's a mashup of genres we have hip-hop r&b and rock artists that perform on these shows so at 6 p.m there will be a show at howlin miles and then as that show wraps up you know people walk down the street Mm -hmm. or they drive down that couple of feet and they go to one block east and then there is a part two to the show and what that does basically is it kind of highlights that area it kind of mm-hmm. highlights the congress street you know area right there and highlights howling miles and the highlights one block east Love and lets it. people know like hey you know we've got what other cities have you know we have entertainment venues within walking distance mm-hmm. of each other so mm-hmm. i can leave one and i can walk down the street you know a couple of blocks and i can be at another one and it gives you the same feel that you would get any place else where you're walking along a street and there are multiple venues that are there uh so we always have that blend of artists on uh on wednesday you know right. with the new wave and that's something exciting so you know that's something that you got to get prepared for and then uh just real <laughs> quick because i know you're getting to it on thursday yep we have our we have our icon awards, and that is probably you know one of our premier events uh, of the year every year, and that is the uh, event where we uh, honor vanguards and trailblazers and our OGs in the independent music scene in Mississippi who have paved the way for this generation of artists. And this year we are excited to announce we uh, Mike Francona Jr. is one of our awardees. Okay. Uh, Recent Bigelow is also yeah. one of our awardees. And, of course, uh, you know, our big awardee of this year is going to be Miss Dorothy Moore. So yes. uh, it's, going, Moore. it's going to be... It's going to be an amazing time. Uh, these are people who, you know, this award is, is well-deserved for all of them. All of them have, in their way, contributed to independent music in Mississippi and helped to put us on the map. And we honor them, and we're going to honor them, and not only just honoring them, but there's going to be a new wave of R&B artists that are going to be performing in between each of these presentations. So you get a mix of the old, and you get a mix of the new at see, the same time. See, Jermaine... And it's an award. It, <laughs> 
<laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, he's about to spit some knowledge to me. I was about to say, see, Jermaine, yeah, you you know, I've been raised right because Lee King and Jesse Thompson, my dad and uncle, they got one, and now my legal mentor, Mike Frescona, about to get it. So, you know, I've been raised right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Lee Lee King and Jesse Thompson are are former award winners, and this is a very esteemed group of people who have gotten an Icon Award, and, uh, you know, it. It's an award ceremony, but it's a casual ceremony because we are the creative community and we come as we are. So that's how this award ceremony is. So, you know, it's a prestigious thing, but at the same time, everybody's coming in and casual and enjoying themselves and having a good time. And it's also an opportunity for the younger generation to be able to rub elbows with and network people who have already been there and have 20, 30, 40 years in this business and get advice. And when you've got that kind of energy mixing in a room, nothing but good can come out of it. So, right. you know, we're always we're always excited about that. So this is this entire week, uh, if you are a music lover and you're listening to us right now, you need to go to jacksonindymusic.com, JXN, jacksonindymusic.com, look at the schedule, and come out all days if you want to, but pick a day that fits in your schedule or pick a lineup that you think, uh, you know, fits, you know, what your musical styles might be. And come out. Uh, mm-hmm. You can get you an all-event pass. You can get an all-event pass for thirty dollars. All right, thirty dollars. That's great. That get is an all-event a pass. It that is. Will get you, that will get you into everything. Now that price is not going to be like that always. There's going to be a point where you're going to have to pay like you wait. But for right now, thirty dollars gets you in all of the events except for the Icon Awards. That's a kind of a separate thing. But for thirty dollars, you can get a pass that gets you in every event, every party, right. every showcase. For just thirty dollars, right. it actually pays for it pays for itself by Wednesday. You know, mm-hmm. it's already paid for itself. I by believe that time. it. So, and then you know, by Friday, yeah, you're it, off it, to it, the it. you're off to the races. By Friday, the culture concert on that Friday, of course, yeah, Camel Camel's brain sitting on panel for the do the knowledge panel. The smallest mm-hmm. brain in the room, no, but I'm there. No, you were raised well. No. Then Saturday, January fourteenth, another gym weekday party. Um, Saturday, yes. the same Saturday, there's a silent party, which I've always wanted to go to a silent party. They wear headphones, uh, right? I mean, yes, they wear headphones and you walk in the room and you see people dancing around and having a great time, but the room is completely silent because right. everybody is listening on the headphones. <laughs> That's how that works. So it's a, it's a, it's a sight to see, man, and it's one of our biggest <laughs> right. events, man, because you get to come in. And, you know, and seeing people communicate with each other or try to communicate with each other while they got the headphones on, (laughs) it's like you're in a club, but there's no music being played in the club. So you just kind of see the motions of people, but the music is coming through the headphones uh, and it's a fantastic time, man. Like folks have such a great time. And I think really just the element of... It being you know, silent. Look at your friend. Yeah. yeah, the element of you looking at your this friend. Is technology this, available this from my house? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jay wants yeah. the technology hey, for exactly. his home. These kids. Hey man, these I know kids. for anybody that's got kids, I know this silent party might be something that you want to come check out because it might be some technology that could be very useful for you. Right, right. I see it in dream. So, okay, I, yeah. not to go more into this silent party. Is everybody listening to the same song? Yes. We've got a DJ in there, and the DJ is actually playing as he would if, they, if this was a party. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, That's you're really listening cool. to him blend in in your headphones, and you're walking around having a great time, man. And it's, 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 one, of the, it's one of the most fun events that we had during the year, and everybody likes to be a part of it, man, because it's just it's crazy just watching it happen as it unfolds. And then the lights are 
are going, and it's a real trippy experience. So uh, it's really <laughs> wild, man. So if you haven't been to a silent party before, this is your chance to come and be a part of uh, a part of that. And if you get an all event pass by you, the weekend, yeah. like I said, it'll already pay for itself, man. And you'll be able to walk in and sign a party and have a great time. So right. we definitely suggest that. Right. So to to finish it all up and to wrap that week up, Sunday there'll be a film and video showcase at the Capri Theater, and then the yeah. official Gym Week 2023 wrap party that'll be happening on North State Street. That is right, at 3220 North State Street at a place called Amped. Uh, the film showcase, we're excited about this year because we've got a lot of great artists that put a lot of great visuals together. You know, one element that people, you know, don't always talk about is that, you know, these independent artists are being really creative and pushing the envelope with their visuals these days because, you know, YouTube exists and now they can monetize what they're doing. So they're really putting the work in and putting these visuals together. But we're especially uh, excited about the fact that we will have a special showing of the movie Double Crosses uh, by my man Meezy, uh, Little Maul, Jonathan Minor, uh, as one of the biggest underground independent movies that's out right now that's available on Amazon and Tubi. And mm-hmm. those guys are from right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, scenes from that movie were shot here in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, and it's got, you know, nationwide stars that are in that movie. Uh, and you will be able to see this movie for free at the Capri on Sunday because the film showcase is free. You can just walk in and you'll have a chance to see something that, that hundreds of thousands of people have already seen on their streaming services. But you'll be able to see it and you'll be able to appreciate it because it is definitely Jackson, Mississippi. Right. Uh, you know, when you see when you see this movie and you see this film. So come out and enjoy the entire week, man. And we look forward to it. And, of course, you know, the cool kids from Third Coast Radio are going to be hosting some of the events. So shout out to Kayla Renee and Santana and House of Mars and DJ Java. Y'all make sure. Yeah, come out. Come out, y'all. Listen, Brad, thank you so much. Y'all make sure y'all go out there. That's jacksonindymusic.com. We've come to the end of another great trip. Thank you for traveling with us. Thank you, Shelby Ray, Brad Franklin. More information about this and other events, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. And make sure you check us out next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip right here on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.